Was it such good? <laughs> such good. <laughs> such good. <laughs> you gotta get rid of it. Such good. What is going on, guys? This is Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to, at this point in time, are the Knicks or the Nets a better team, even though the Nets don't have KD right now? That's, that's the easy. The Nets that's easy. easy. Even though it's just Kyrie. The Knicks don't have that star. They don't have that star, unfortunately. R.J. Barrett could be that star, though. Could be. Could be. Could be. Unproven, though. Unproven until it happens, you know what I'm saying? The Nets are better. Unfortunately, I'm a lifelong Knicks Mets. Yeah. When we lost out on KD, I actually contemplated sitting there like, I should th- I like? I almost threw up. Would I? Should I like? What? What should I do right now? Mets Knicks. Uh, you always get that Knicks support the Nets because they're from Brooklyn. Or in Brooklyn. I, I like the Nets. I like, uh, me and my girlfriend go to the Barclays Center a couple times a year just because it, it's cheap. It was cheap. Only God knows what's going to happen now. No, no, no. Skyrockets. Skyrockets. You are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? On that Google Play Music and that Apple Podcast. I use the Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. It gives I me a little notification. I didn't know it does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I use uh, SoundCloud. So I used to. I used to until I found out about that little notification thing. Yeah. It's like, nice. As always, I am one of the hosts. The very sensual. The very toy. Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself. Yeah, boy, Shades. Shades. Joined by... This is my first time on the podcast with him. I missed out last time. Yo, let me tell you something. You just went a year without me. Now you are like four episodes into year two. Yeah. And this is my my second. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, we waited. That's they didn't want to give the fans what they wanted. You, and gotta, now, you, you grew that fan base up. And, and now, now we got the one, the only, wearing shades himself. I had to. I had to. What's up? What's up, everybody? I'm back. It's the big dog. The big, big sexy. dog. Big sexy. Big sexy. I almost crashed my car when I was listening <laughs> to that. I was like, all right, Mr. Big that was Sexy. A good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Big, the big dog. Today we don't have Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Major English. I'm like a substitute teacher. Yeah. I'm just, now I'm uh, you subbed substitute. You for me before. Now you I'm a substitute uh, English teacher. Yeah. Will the Thrill's in Boston right now. He will be back on our next week's episode. Have fun, baby. But you got us. We're going to talk some Raw, some SmackDown, a little bit of Twitter beef that has now subsided. And some uh, certain women getting a bag from the WWE. Oh, yeah. Before oh, that. Yeah. Can I do it? Can I do it? Yo, yes, yes, Will, Will, Will didn't let me do it last time. He was like a little hog. Let me, let me do it. All right, Big Sexy, you do it. Let me get it. All right. Okay. So, Raw starts off this week. Without a 20-minute monologue about some long-standing storyline that they're pushing out. Starts off super quick. Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, last was it? Uh, False Count Anywhere match. False Count Anywhere. And the match starts off, two bulls going at it. I and missed I'm, it. I did missed, you? I walked in like 10 minutes uh, Eight ten, and they were already through the fireworks. Yeah. Came early. It wasn't even the fourth. It was fourth of July. It wasn't the fourth. It was the first of July. I'm sitting here, the first 
two minutes into Raw, like, oh wow, it's an actual match. Like they're they're kicking this off instead of having like a tug of war or a, an arm wrestling contest like they usually do. With the nonsense. Potato sack ra- racing. Potato sack <laughs> racing. An obstacle course. Like <laughs> they start off and they start off heavy. They're hitting each other and it's like they're running over each other and it looks like it hurts. Oh, was it? Was it? It was good. I I can't tell. For I, I the short amount of time that they had, I thought it was good. I didn't think they could do something good that quick. <laughs> like I told you, eight ten, eight twelve. Yeah. Fireworks. Go on. You you take. It was minutes. them fighting outside the ring, them fighting in the crowd, hitting each other with chairs, running each other into the barricade, then Bobby Lashley suplexes Braun Strowman onto the stage and poses like with his back against the Titan Tron. The LED Titan Tron. Yes. And Braun just like springs up, tackles him through there, and like you said, fireworks. That's explosions that might have been exactly when I walked in because I walked in to the replay. Yeah. Of them, of the fireworks, and they were still trying to clean up all the mess and whatever was going on. There was sparks flying. That that was that was cool. It was definitely cool. That was that was a dope way to start it off. What was even more surprising is that Corey Graves yells out, holy sh**. <laughs> we were thinking it. And I'm like, oh, we were that's thinking not it. PG, Mr. Graves. That is not PG at all. That was a little welcome Paul Heyman's in town. He brought the extreme. I'm happy that you said that. The first day on the job, he came. I'm, I'm happy that you said that. He brought the extreme factor that we all know and love him for. The f- crowd, the crowd, the the announcers go dead. There's no sound. There's no anything. All you hear is smaller mics picking up the carnage that happened. Get a stretcher. Get a stretcher. And then you hear the crowd, "Thank you, Heyman. Thank you, Heyman." I'm like, uh, was it Paul Heyman? Doesn't matter. Was it not Paul Heyman? Timing's everything. Timing is everything. It's a little too coincidental that it's Paul Heyman gets hired on Friday. And Raw starts off Timing with a thing. rocket under it on Monday. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. If it isn't, he gets the credit for it, you know, and that's... He, he gets that, to reap the benefits of, actually. Exactly. Because he's been hired for... It was the executive director of Raw. Who knows what that is. So they wheel Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman into an ambulance, which can only mean at Extreme Rules... Last man standing match. I mean, it, it's it's so blatantly obvious. If they don't do it, I'll be surprised. I'll be shocked. I thought this was a way to maybe write them off. Maybe. Well, I thought, oh, I've heard that Braun has been fighting. Some time been, off? For, injured. He's been hurt mm. for some time. So that might have been a way to kind of... Okay, so maybe you can write Braun off. Don't write Bobby off. I don't... What you do is you have Bobby Lashley keep building on that momentum yes oh where's Braun Strowman he heard himself going through an LED light I'm still standing I'm the last man standing blah 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 I'm the giant all this other stuff that can keep building some more heat for their rivalry while Braun is on the mend and another thing is let me say kudos to Michael Cole who sold that just that that little like moment of silence when he was uh, explaining to the fans who got there late what was going on. Mm-hmm. He was just talking like someone had died. Yeah. And even my girlfriend was looking at me. She's like, is this real? I was like, no, I think he's selling it. But 
I don't know. I might go on Facebook right now and do a little <laughs> research and see if so, there's some... Uh... There's one thing that Michael Cole is good at. It's pandering to the crowd and, and selling. Corey Gray's too. Corey, Corey Gray's very good at my it. My girlfriend didn't even recognize Corey Gray's voice. He put on a completely different... So, <laughs> because Mike, uh, Michael is the, uh, the lead guy in the booth, Renee's, you know, the little sister they don't want there, but she has <laughs> to be there. And Corey's their color guy. He was doing a perfect job as, he as selling he the whole awesome. thing. He did awesome. But if you go back and watch Raw on like Hulu or the network, I, I don't think you can watch on the network yet. They edit out the, the S bomb yes, from yes, Corey Green. I don't know. I read about that, but I read yeah. They edited it out on the YouTube. Yeah, on, the YouTube, on YouTube. On YouTube, mm-hmm. that's where they edited it. On the YouTube highlights, they edited it out. What made me upset about this Raw was it started off with fireworks, literally yeah. and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Start off with fireworks, and then it kind of like <laughs> flatlined after that. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> you, what's going on here? Are I mean, you guys going to start off like running, and then you're going to trip, and that's it? Like, my thing is with Raw, you could flatline 802. That's usually how it happens, you know? Like, for the most Raw, part, yeah. Raw is usually a flatline episode of wrestling mm-hmm. it's and it's usually 20 minute segment match 20 minute segment match so segment you, segment main event so if, if for you to get fireworks i'm just appreciative of that you know <laughs> we got something to talk about <laughs> well, they're, they're talking about moving towards a more mature audience yes. in the third hour but they did that in our not even hour number one they, minute 10, number minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes 10 yeah. minutes into the into the uh show so I was like, okay, and we're, we're gonna dive more into that, moving into a mature, more uh, angle that WWE is doing with SmackDown. Getting outside of the PG. They're definitely the PG era is completed. Yep, it's it's that's yep. done. See it's over later. and done with. But thank God. Um, definitely thank God. But my confusion right now with Raw and how they were booking it is Carmella. And Alexa Bliss squash match. She beats Alexa, and then Nikki Cross comes and beats Carmella. Fine. They're starting to build up uh, Nikki Cross. I was going to say Nicki Minaj. Nikki <laughs> Cross. But on SmackDown, you have Bailey versus Nikki Cross, and Bailey went over. And Bailey goes over. So what are they doing with Nikki Cross? They want to build her. They don't want to build her. They want to build her. They, is it? I feel like they're building her to the point of where the fans get behind her which they already are behind her they've been behind her before she was exactly before, we, even when she was in but NXT but this is the biggest problem with this wild card because you have two different people booking two different you exactly. know they're not seeing I guess the same the same light the same well, light well she's a Raw superstar and then she crosses over to SmackDown. There was no reason for her, uh, aside from Bailey facing Alexa Bliss at Extreme Rules, there's no reason for Nikki Cross to be on SmackDown. There's no we reason. We could have done it without but isn't, that. Isn't Alexa Bliss on Raw? She's a Raw. She's a Raw superstar also. So there's no reason for them to be fighting. Isn't this their second match too? Didn't they already fight? second match in a row? In a, in a yeah. row. Second pay per view in a row that Bailey and Alexa Bliss are fighting each other. For what reasons? Unbeknownst to me, you know why? Because SmackDown's women's division is anemic right now. What are you going to do? You're going to have Charlotte Flair fight Bailey, we've seen that already. Zelina Vega doesn't really wrestle often. I got it. And Ember Moon. 
You got Mandy Rose. Isn't Sony Ember Moon on? Yeah, Ember Moon's on Ember SmackDown. Moon's on SmackDown. Sony to build Mandy Rose. With, uh, you still got Carmella. You've got girls to throw in there. Yeah, then, then you have Carmella but on th Raw. Think like, about how much it must suck to be a SmackDown superstar that now Charlotte's not in the picture, mm -hmm. but they're getting girls from Raw to mm -hmm. fight for the SmackDown title. Exactly. It's like that, that's that's got to be a kick in the crotch. We're gonna get our shot, but when are we gonna get our shot? Charlotte's not even in the main like main event scene right now. Yeah. Charlotte's not even on yeah. TV. Yeah. Thank God. She got shoved down her throat and then just disappeared. Yeah, but they do that every once in a while. Yeah. Like they're gonna. Yep. Shove her down our throats, take her away, put her into a different program. But there's no one else to put her into a different program with on SmackDown. That's why maybe she's staying away. Like, all right, listen, yeah. I'll, I'll take some time off. No I don't problem. care. No problem. I don't blame her. These girls who wrestle 360 days out of the year. 350. How many girls? How many days a year do they wrestle? I was like 350 some odd <laughs> days. Like it's not. It's it's a crazy. Like it's, it, I know it's something like 300. And it's like something. Raw, SmackDown, nuts. house show, house show, exactly. house show. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I always wanted to be a wrestler as a kid, and then I was like, oh no, that that's too much. AEW is different. Like, yeah. It was AEW just come to the bright side. Boom. So we had a certain. NXT team show up on Raw. That was my Siri. <laughs> we had a certain NXT <coughs> team show up. The Street Profits. The NXT Tag Team Champions. And all they do is come in and interrupt Paul Heyman. They were just in some backstage they, kind of... Exactly. It wasn't even like an actual match. It wasn't Let people all. know who the Street Profits are. Let them build some, some momentum or whatever. It was... Just them interrupting Paul Heyman. They leave. They come back. They interrupt him again. You could have had them be in a match against Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. They kind of made them look like fools. Yeah. They, they made them look like fools, and that's just another Vince thing of, oh, you're NXT. You're not on this level yet. Mm. Let me let me bury you before you even <laughs> get up here. I don't I don't know how often you've watched raw um smell wrestling rather in. Like the mid 2000s, the early 2000s. Mid to early 2000s, no, early 2000s, yeah. There's a there was a team called Crime Time. Crime Time, I, I know Crime Time. The Street I Profits know. are a for me modern day like a watered down version of that. Okay. But they're not like stealing stuff and auctioning it off. <laughs> it's just they're loud, they're abrasive. I I I don't see what the big deal is with them. Like, I've never liked them. If it was me, I'd have the Undisputed Era hold every title in NXT. I mean, that's... Because I'm a fanboy. In a perfect world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The second major thing that happened on Raw was the stipulation added to the Undertaker-Roman Reigns tag team match against Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. No holds barred match. Now, the next pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Why not just make it an Extreme Rules match? And a no-holds-barred match is it's essentially the same thing. an Extreme it's Rules the match. Same thing. I'm a firm believer, like TNA used to do this in the uh, early to mid-2000s. They had a pay-per-view called... It is escaping me. But the concept was, it was a steel cage match. Six sides of steel. Oh, it was every that, yeah, every that. match was in that cage. Really, I don't. I I, I know of the cage. I, okay, go on, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm like, 
you're buying me time to remember the pay-per-view <laughs> name. I don't remember the pay-per-view name. Lethal Lockdown. That's Lethal what it Lockdown. Was. See, Lethal I Lockdown. Remember. I wasn't really into wrestling, but I remember that. I remember Lethal Lockdown. Lethal Lockdown was their all steel cage pay-per-view, where every match—women's, men's, tag teams—in a steel cage. I'd want them to do that for like their gimmick pay-per-views, their extreme rules, their hell in the cells. That would make they would add more spice to the pay-per-view as opposed to one or two of that match and then everything else is just basically a singles match. That's my biggest problem. Like, why... If, if it were up to me mm-hmm. and I was running the show and it was Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view, or Extreme Rules, every match would be an Extreme Rules match. Mm-hmm. Every match would be a Hell in a Cell match just yeah. because that's the pay-per-view. That's mm-hmm. what you're getting yourself involved in. That's what it should be. Everyone's happy with the Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. And Everyone's happy. Everyone loves Extreme Rules matches. It's a little more excitement. Exactly. As opposed to, uh, we're getting Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon in a singles match, you know? Then we have uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey will be in a Hell in a Cell match. That would be cool. The tag titles. Any match would be in a Hell in a Cell match. That would make it more better. That, uh, the only problem is I feel like WWE doesn't want to oversaturate the Hell in a Cell. My opinion doesn't why make give, a difference. Why give it the name then? You exactly. could just make it another name and with the Hell in a Cell match included into it. I don't know. What do we know? What so, do we know? For me, it's just... Our last name is not McMahon. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> but they are hiring, like, writers still. For to, what? <laughs> to get overwritten <laughs> by Vince? <laughs> Was it such good <laughs> shit? Such good shit. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. Such good shit. <laughs> oh man hi Will how's <laughs> Boston so another bit of news the reason why Mike and Maria Canellis got squashed squashed on Raw by Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and demasculate demasculate <laughs> is that the word? I guess <laughs> well, Will the Thrills the oh, major English he's major English he's major. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the guy with the shades on I had to take mine off. I couldn't really see. What yeah, it's not on. easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy. Yeah, right? no. that's you got to stick to the gimmick, though. Yeah, yeah, it's your, real. That's all you. Yeah, you're strong with that. Kayfabe is still real in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe is still real. So anyway, yeah. The I, reason that they got squashed, buried, buried, is because they found out after Mike and Maria Canella signed a five-year deal, a five-year contract, is that. Maria Canellis is now pregnant with their second child. Vince got finessed. Get your bag, girl. You go, girl. After Get your bag. It's crazy. I was wondering, too, after just all the stuff on Twitter going on with them just not being happy with where mm-hmm. they were in the company, all this, out of nowhere, she signed the five-year deal, and I was like, yeah, it didn't both make any of sense them for didn't me. add up. I guess she finessed, yeah. got the bag. See you later. She she outsmarted the genius. And the best part about that is, like, I thought in sports, when you sign a contract, you get traded, whatever the situation is, you have to go through a physical process where, yeah. where you know, you got to make sure everything, you know, mm-hmm. whatever your new employer is getting themselves or current employer is getting themselves involved in, mm-hmm. they want to know. I mean, maybe they did I give guess, her a physical, but maybe I they guess, didn't give her a pregnancy test. True. True. I know now, but I'm they're sure gonna start you, giving people pregnancy tests. I'm not really a, uh, like a pregnancy doctor or nothing, but I think like hormone levels and all that stuff. 
mm-hmm. go up and that's another way of finding out but I don't know what the hell do I know I mean if it's early in her pregnancy we're talking about a month or, or two I'm sure it's not going to change yet okay. but I mean that is you go girl you get that money get your bag girl you get your, get money, your girl. bag we ain't mad at you most important thing that happened on Raw is an AJ Styles and Club heel turn. Can only be one. Yeah, there can only be one. Put on the AJ Styles shirt. I don't wear my AJ Styles shirt to work. I don't even know why I wore my Steve Nash shirt to work, but MVP. It's hot. It's hot. Felt like an MVP today. I had to feel like an MVP. I had to bring my best today, and then I was like, I don't gotta bring my best. I'm working with Big Sexy. The big, big dog, sexy. he's good. He's good. I, I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed the last podcast. I'm happy to be here with you today. Thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you. I might come back. Wow. Well, you definitely will be back. Loved. I feel loved today. Maybe a regular. Wow. A regular. A threesome? Not irregular. No. A regular. <laughs> I said a threesome, as you were saying, irregular. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. What? A, not a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... So, AJ Styles turning heel. So this is, what, his second time turning heel? I feel like the last run of heel... His last Raw run was heel also. Yeah, so that might be his... Uh, this his, is a regular thing, that, like, it's yeah. going to be on Raw, I'm going to be a heel now. And on SmackDown is the place that he built. It's the house that the AJ house Styles built. Yeah. that he built. The champ that runs the camp. Not anymore, but he was the champ that ran the camp. The Good Brothers... Carl's, um, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Turning heel with AJ, do you think that this means they're going to be on TV more now? I think this is Vince's way of trying to convince them to sign that contract and to stay longer. Like, this is this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. This could this could be a future. This is, you know, just sign, sign the dotted line. My thing with, if I was uh, Gallows and Anderson, I would say, you did nothing with us the entire time. For our previous contract. Why would we sign another contract? We're big names. If we leave, we go to AEW, we go back to New Japan. There's money to we're, be made. We're still going to be... There's money to be made for them. That. We're still hot. So, I mean, AJ's locked up for another two or three years. He just re-signed his contract. But that's more of a financial stability as opposed to making his name. He's probably top five wrestlers in the world right now. Easily. Easily. At his age, too? Easily. Yeah. My, you know what I liked about this uh, the match with Ricochet before he did turn heel he actually thought he won the belt mm-hmm. you remember yeah he thought he won the belt I liked that his, uh, Ricochet's foot wasn't on the rope mm-hmm. and just out of the Under ring the rope, yep. that's kind of an old school thing that mm-hmm. a lot of I'm new happy. I'm happy that you brought fans, that up you know might not know about because we're on a Facebook wrestling page and I hear people, oh, since when putting your leg under the rope means it's a rope break. Since forever. Since the beginning of wrestling. Yes, since since, since the dawn of time. Since just wrestling because, was invented. Just because it hasn't been used. I, want, I haven't seen that. I don't know. I think the I last time I saw that was either Samoa Joe or Charlotte. And it was like so innocuous. It, was just, it just happened. I haven't seen that one in a while, and to, and to use that in the main event of Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. in a championship match. The last time I, I really remember was SummerSlam, where Stone Cold had his leg under the rope after Kurt Angle 
pinned him one two three, and then they changed the decision because it's technically a rope break. Yeah, that, that see, so go out there to the new uh, your new school wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's an old trick, an old trick that you guys need to learn. Trick of the trade, good old Ricochet, King Ricochet, Vet- better, veteran of the game, King Ricochet, right there. But uh, yeah, so he he uh, he gave him the Styles Clash mm-hmm. from the top rope. The the Good Brothers gave him the what what is the uh, uh, Magic Killer Magic Killer Magic Killer so Magic that, Killer and that's the way Raw went off this week. Which, <coughs> if they continued like we said from the Braun Strowman Bobby Lashley thing, it would have been an actually you know decent Raw. But because it like flatlined after that, it was. Another boring road. They went in hot, came out hot, mm-hmm. flat in between. It's like, all right, so this is your stake. The outside. I was is entertained hot. by the Murray Canellis thing, though. That whole, oh, Becky Lynch could have got me pregnant, she's the man thing. And yeah. That kind of strayed away from the whole PG thing, and you kind of got that. Well, that happened in what? Uh, hour number three. I think so. So think they're so. moving towards that. Third hour is third hour uh, more mature, more like they're trying to get that. What Eric Bischoff did with WCW in the '90s, where they're trying to get that teenager, college kid back into wrestling, where that demographic's like more adult. I just I don't know. I don't know what they're doing because it's it's a very fine line between edgy and corny. And when WWE does stuff like that, it comes more off mm. as corny than edgy. Outside mm-hmm. of the WWE community, you know what I'm saying? Outside mm-hmm. of the wrestling community. It's, that, for it's, a wrestling kid to hear the word sh, it doesn't mean anything. Because mm-hmm. he says it 30 times a day. But when a wrestling fan hears Corey Graves say sh, it kind of like, oh, holy cow. Yeah, he said the S word. It's like, oh, okay. So now we have to bleep that out yeah. you know I was like we can't have uh, little Mike over there who's seven years old hear those words we don't want parents to come up to them with uh, angry letters like oh you, you guys are supposed to be family friendly what's going on here what they're doing is they see what AEW is doing and now they know they have to change with the times again unprotected chair shots um, you know uh, getting busted open you know the just sort Jer- of death match that uh, Jericho's Joey Janela whole had. promos, uh, Joe, everything yeah, that Jericho everything about Jericho basically is a curse. It's just a he would never get away with that in WWE. Yeah, no way. So, SmackDown. Two things noteworthy that happened, in my opinion. Since we're on the well, subject, three of getting off the PG era. Kofi when, Kingston, Samoa Joe. I like the oh, they cut. That was an awesome promo. Great promo. Great promo. Great way to end the promo. Everything. Samoa Joe puts his hand out. And what does Kofi do? The one finger salute. Not PG. Flips flips him the old stone cold. The old bird. Give him the old bird. And again, this is moving away from PG now. And they didn't, you know how they usually like blur it out or they black it out. No, that was clear as uh, day. Clear. I was looking, like, shocked. I was looking. You could ask my girlfriend, looking at, like, at the TV, looking at <laughs> TV, like, look at Kofi's hand, like a little kid all happy. You know? <laughs> look, at Kofi, look at Kofi's hand. Look at Kofi's hand. 
Man, it flipped him the old bird. The old bird from Kofi Kingston. Showing a little heel side. I like little, it. A little more edgy. A little edgy. Kofi's and been more edgy since since he's got that belt around his waist. And I'm happy about it because I don't, I, I'm don't. i tired of the whole smiles, the New skipping, day, the throwing pancakes. Unicorn. Every once in a while is good. But act act like you have a vindictive side. Like you're a side, fighter. Man. Like yeah. you're a fighter. Yeah. You, like you fight we, people you're a for fighter. a living. Exactly. Like, show me some anger. Exactly. I, you're not smiling all the time. No one's smiling all the time. Absolutely. So seeing that side of Kofi was... In my opinion, pretty cool. I love this whole Kofi run. I'll, I said it last time I was here. I'll say it again. I'm loving this whole Kofi run. I'm not necessarily loving the Kofi run because I feel it's lackluster. I think they could have done something longer with Kevin Owens. Um, and then they kind of ruined it with the whole it should have been me thing yep. with Dolph Ziggler. Well, that had to get put to an end because KO didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So he kind of put his own push to the side because yeah, of for that. His morals, for, yeah, morals, for, for like, his morals. Yeah, his morals. Not doing that. Yep. But even, like, listen, I like I like what's going on. I, I love the promo. The promo was awesome. Well, yeah. Between him and, and Joe. Did you catch the promo with Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre on the Kevin Owens show? Yes. Dolph Ziggler comes out. And he starts ranting, and Kevin Owens just cuts him off in basically another babyface turn. Yeah, he just like it should have been you. It should have it should have been you eight years ago. You, <laughs> you lost your opportunity. Bazinga. Just get over it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Kevin, don't do him like that. They, they, it's like a, a hamburger with Kevin Owens. It's like they flip flop with that yeah. push. What are you gonna be? The heel, face, heel, face. I love KO heel. Who doesn't love KO heel? K.O. Heel is, is perfect. He, K.O. Should. Face, hilarious. He's hilarious. He, he's, he's such a, a multi-talented superstar that he can do either or. But for me, keep him doing one thing for a longer period yeah, of time. Exactly. Don't keep him flip-flopping. Cause then, it was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Not even. What is it, two months? Two months ago, he was... Big o. He was the big O. That's when he. That's when he. Before he got injured, he came like he was there. It was the whole best friends thing with yeah. Chris Jericho, and then he turned heel. It's like it's funny. Him and Sami Zayn doing their their best whole friend, best friend thing. The nope. Oh yep. Yeah. Oh, was it nope? Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. And that was going on for a long time. The last thing yeah, on SmackDown. We have Heavy Machinery qualifying for a triple threat match at Extreme Rules to face the new Daniel Bryan, Rowan, and then the New Day, Xavier Woods and Big E. Now, I'm not a fan of Heavy Machinery. Me neither. I don't like them. I don't like their gimmick. I don't know Uh, how they get in this push. uh, Matty Bizzle loves them. Will the thrill like tolerates them, but I, I just I'm not I'm not a fan of the heavy machinery at all. For me, I'm the just like the Otis thing. Yeah, like Otis is a is just a joke. Yeah, jokes. <laughs> jokes. There's no reason that should have been a, a triple threat. There's no reason for any of that. So that's a thing. Are they going to win the tag titles? I hope not. 
But I hope the New Day got it. I want at one point to have the New Day and Kofi all the time. Yeah, that that'd be cool for them to have it for a little while. I don't really. I would like, like I said, I love this Kofi run, but I don't want it to last for too much longer. I think he has until SummerSlam. That's what I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. It's perfect amount of time. They did, you know, they gave him the run Mm -hmm. that he uh, that everybody wanted. Give the New Day the tag titles, and let them rock out with that for at least the rest of the summer. That'd be pretty dope. I think that's dope. Yeah, you have them win it, uh, you know, the 14th on in the Extreme Rules. You have Kofi and them hold the titles maybe up until SummerSlam, maybe even the pay-per-view after SummerSlam, that's when they lose it. Is SummerSlam the next pay-per-view after Extreme Rules? It should be because it it's such a short period of time. Yeah, SummerSlam is July, usually August, like the August, August pay-per-view. 20 something. Well, if we're going by WWE Network pay-per-views or WWE pay-per-views, NXT TakeOver Toronto would be the next oh, one. Okay. No, no, I'm talking about WWE, the main roster pay-per-views. Yeah, and then after that is SummerSlam. So Extreme Rules into SummerSlam okay. is what we're looking at. Okay. Four Extreme Rules, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Universal Champion, Raw Women's Champion, are going to be in a mixed tag Extreme Rules match against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Now, when it take all. This is a this is being called the last chance winners take all match. Thank God. And you said it perfectly. I can't. Thank I, I, God. I'm over this whole Becky Lynch and uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans, Evans, Evans thing. thing. Yeah. I've been over Baron Corbin since it started. Uh, he got a push right out the gate. I mean, I, I think Baron that. Corbin's a good heel. Of course, but who wants to watch Baron Corbin? You want to watch Baron Corbin? I mean, he's not main event material. He's not main opinion. event material at all. I mean, if you can, you should have had... You, could, you should invert Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. You should have Drew McIntyre in this position and Baron Corbin Absolutely. being Shane's like, Absolutely. understudy because remember how Baron Corbin was up, Stephanie kissing up to yes. her and doing... like It would make more sense for him to do that, but again... I don't know what they're waiting for with this Drew McIntyre push. I I hope he doesn't get stale like like that Braun Strowman, like what happened with Braun Strowman. There's rumors rumors that... He's next in line? No, not even. Undertaker will be facing Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam. I read that. I read that. I hope that's not true because that is horrible. Taker's not losing that one. And that will kill his momentum. It will kill Drew McIntyre's momentum completely. Absolutely. If you lose to a 53-year-old man who, in his last match, moved like molasses. I, how, can I, <coughs> how can I expect you to beat Seth Rollins? Uh, <coughs> you can't beat my, my dad right now. Like, how can you beat Seth Rollins? A guy in the prime of his career. Take his goddess. Hang up those boots, man. I, I said it before, and I'll it's, say it again. It's cringy, man. It's cringy. And what's going to happen in Extreme Rules? You, you don't want to watch it, but you, you have to. It's, it's like, like a car, car accident. accident. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a car accident. You're like, look away, but like the one eye peak, oh, man. It's yeah, crazy. no. For, for me, it's like Taker should have definitely given, like, he should have retired after he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, where he took the gloves off, he took his jacket, he put it, you know, the hat in the center of the ring. That's it. That would have been the best absolute way for him that's to usually what that means when you it means you're hanging not up in your WWE's boots. bro not, 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 not in WWE's bro 
unless it's not in the WWE universe. Yeah, not in the WWE universe. <laughs> unless it's like blatantly obvious, like, hey, this is my retirement match. You're not retired until they say it's you're retired. It's rough, man. That's all it is. It's just rough to watch. I mean, that's a perfect segue right now with what WWE posted on their Instagram or their their Facebook, where it was an old, a younger version of Sting in the ring with a younger version of The Undertaker, and they said, imagine. The caption was imagine. We imagined it 20 years ago when the pictures were taken. Exactly. We're not imagining it anymore. <laughs> We've imagined it already. <laughs> it's like, imagine if they do this, how bad this match would be. Both men in their 50s. Sting wrestled a lot more frequently than Undertaker has, but he hasn't wrestled since the Seth Rollins match. That's not something that I want to see. Can you I imagine that Vince thinks this is a good idea? Such good sh**. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there. He's just sitting there singing over and over to himself. I'm just like, no, man, it's not. It's not good. And you're a psychopath for thinking that it's such good sh**. Because it's not. It never will be. Good old Vinnie Mac. Vinnie Mac. Good old Vinnie Mac. So, yeah. So, right now, as Extreme Rules stand, we have six matches on the card already. We don't know which is going to be pre-show, which is going to be main card. I'm pretty sure Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight Championship will be on the pre-show. But I actually heard on a, on a, at a house show in Japan, they, they did this whole little Japan run. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. They did this uh, house show where the what are they, Kabuki Warriors. Oh, yes. Kairi Sane and Asuka. They be the iconics to be the number one contenders for the irrelevant women's tag, tag team, team championships. championships. Yep. Now let me ask you a question, Shades. Is it is Sasha Banks in the wrong for being mad? Since she lost the title, they have been, like I said, irrelevant. Is she I was against Will when we argued this before a couple of months ago. And now I have completely switched sides. She is not wrong. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, tag team titles have fallen into irrelevancy with the Iconics. And that's... It's a bad way to start off. Because the Iconics are not a bad tag team. They're good heels, but their ring work leaves something to be desired. You should have had Bailey and Sasha keep going for a little bit longer until you establish a tag team division in the women's division. Make it prestigious, the the, the belts, make it something that mean the women... Something. Make it make, mean something. Make it mean something. Like the way something. Pete Dunne had the UK championship for, you know, 600 some odd days. It meant something. Absolutely. Every championship, every championship match meant something. Every victory, every day meant something. Now... One, I forgot the Kabuki Warriors were even on SmackDown. Because they haven't been on TV. Exactly. And then they win a non-title number one contenders match in Japan. At a house show. At a house show. There's no message. There's no like mentioning nothing, of it. Nothing. Nothing on WWE. I read it on some on a source. I can't tell you where. I don't remember when. Not that I'm keeping it secret. But... <laughs> so... Know. You've heard that Evolve is going to have their 
131 show air on the WWE Network. And it's fallen the same day as Fight, Fight for, for the Fallen. Now we've mentioned this before on how shady it is for Vince to do this, and he says that there's no correlation, but I mean it's hard to don't ever underestimate how petty Vinnie Mac can oh, get. Yeah, he literally bought his competition. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and fired fired people that went there after they left his company. Exactly. So, don't yeah, don't sleep on the pettiness of Vinnie Mac. I expect unexpected when it comes with that to that guy. So because Evolve 131 will be in Philadelphia, the same area that Extreme Rules will be in. What do they do? They're going to have a couple of NXT guys and 205 Live guys fighting at Evolve 131. You have Adam Cole and Akira Tozawa for the NXT Championship, which could be a very good match. And you have Drew Gulak and Matt Riddle in their Catchpoint Reunion match. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Fight for the Fallen like a a charity it is a charity, charity event event? for victims of gun violence okay that is real petty it's <laughs> extremely petty holy cow you have them airing evolve a non wwe product when do they every they, this is the first time they're doing it this, oh, this they've is never the done it the first time they're doing it so wow. it, it's a little <laughs> ironic that you know oh jesus because I've, I've seen all the guys. I've seen Matt Riddle promoting it. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Undisputed Era. Who's fighting for the Undisputed Era? Uh, Adam Cole. Uh, Baby. See? So, throw out one of your top guys out there. So, I mean, we're not, we're not covering Evolve 131. We definitely will be co- re- uh, recapping Fight for the Fallen. Hopefully, you're not doing anything that Saturday. You can get on the podcast with us again. We, we'll be watching it watch together I don't see a reason why not and then the next day after that we have Extreme Rules so it's uh, wrestling weekend one of those wrestling weekends coming up very very jam packed wrestling weekend we will give you the results from Evolve 131 but we won't be covering anything that really happened just to run down the list as we usually do for you guys but I mean other than that there's no, nothing of news. I mean, we have the ending of a Twitter beef between. That's. I was just gonna mention that. Between uh, the great Will Osprey and Seth freaking Rollins. Now Seth Rollins put up on Twitter. After a few days to sit on it, I'd like to apologize to at Will Osprey for the tweet I sent his way about comparing bank accounts. It was dumb of me and not in alignment with my values. The moment I pressed the send button, I knew it was trash but I'm too stubborn for my own good. And he continues with, I stand firm in my sentiments that WWE is the best pro wrestling on the planet, and I'm the best of the best doing it right now. After a hell of a week of travel, our crew didn't waver for a second. Top level humans busting their asses for the love of the game. I couldn't be more proud to be a champion with this company and represent WWE and the industry in the way it deserves. No more garbage tweets, I can be better. That's, that's, uh, I mean, listen, he started it. He started this whole fiasco. To, but he was the bigger man and kind of. Is that a little man joke? Little guy joke? 
Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good wow. one. Wow. Hello, guys. He's a bigger man. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. yeah. He's a... You kind of got re- me off reading, track now. Reading in between the lines here. That's, that's what I'm doing. You got, you, got me, you got me off track. I forgot where I was going with this. I mean, basically after that, we have Will Ospreay I liked Will's response. I liked Will's response. He kind of said, listen, no hot feelings. Yeah, he's like, listen, it's all just banter. Doesn't matter. I've been following me since you were Tyler Black. You know, in ROH, like, it's not a big deal, man. It's all love, kind of. It's all love. I like that. I like like that. Both of them taking diplomatic... Exactly. You know, routes to finding a good solution that turned the wrestling community on its head. WWE fans versus wrestling fans. Because I don't like to call us indie fans. I like to call us wrestling wrestling purists. Purists. Wrestling purists. Yeah, I'm kind of a WWE head. I keep it inside WWE. See, yeah, but the, I kind of dabble in NXT. What what you don't do is you you don't have WWE blinders on. You see when there's they have bad product. You I s- of course. You stated earlier in the podcast that Raw flatlined. Yeah, it just took I'm, a dump. I'm a realist. I'll tell you. I, I I'm also an AEW fan. I love I like what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. But I can't follow the New Japan's and the Impact. I tried watching Impact or TNA, whichever uh, one it's, it's Impact. Impact, Impact, Impact yeah, Wrestling. Now, I yeah. tried watching it. It was like a soap opera. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It's not as bad as it used to be, but it's not as as good as it used to be in the in the two thousands. Yeah, I'll stick with. They have a lot of good wrestlers on there, but their storylines are a little gimmicky. Yeah, I I don't know. And New Japan is one. You have the language barrier, and then two is can you really get behind some guy that you don't really know too that's, much about. That's what it is. For me, well, I got eased into WWE because it was like, oh, John Cena, Triple H, mm-hmm. Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. So when I got, I want to say it was like 2015. Yeah. 2015 was when I kind of got back into it. Okay. So it was like, I knew a couple of names to ease me back in and that was, I got into it, the SummerSlam Balor won the Universal title. Oh, that was, yeah, okay, so uh, Matty Bizzle was actually at that, that SummerSlam. I was at the Raw after where I was he had to relinquish the belt. I was, I was at the Raw after. That was the first bit of wrestling that I've been to in decades. Yeah, that was so, one of the decades. first shows that I've been to in a long time, and I was on TV. I was like, watching Raw the weeks before that to kind of ease my way back yeah, into it. Figure out who's who, like yeah, what's exactly. the storylines. Yeah. I was like, Ballerine, when did this guy, when nuts this guy, and when did nothing. Go yeah. Seth Rollins. I know who Seth Rollins is. Yeah. Lord knows. The demon came to play that. And so, yeah, so. No, my my girl is. Uh, I, I went to WrestleMania Access. I bought her this Finn Balor like playing card type thing. It's a drawing. It's amazing. Is it dope? Yeah, I got a dope. Finn Balor pop. You, you have the demon pop. You have the regular Finn I Balor pop. I got the regular one. Yeah, I have the. She has the regular one also. I can't find the demon pop. The demon pop. You know what it is? I went on uh, WWE.com and they were like twenty five percent chance of getting the demon pop. Okay. So I like those chances. I got it. <laughs> you, get it. <laughs> you didn't get anything? I got the regular one. Oh, okay. Right, you want me to dig it out? No, no you, I'll show it to you after. I have it. It's hidden in there somewhere. You know, I have it. It's the so one in the black like. trunks, right? Yeah, you know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. You know what it looks like. It's on my girl's dresser. Yeah, no. And I had this Kenny Omega with his gun out, like, looking at him. You see my wrestling. You see my pop. As he has, you see his, his pop very, very wide selection of Game <laughs> of Thrones pops and his, uh, of course, Mets pops. Mets. I got just as many Yankees as Mets, you can't say. Yeah, I mean, you have Syndergaard and Mr. Met. You have Aaron Judge and John Michael Stanton. John Michael. <laughs> John Carlo, who's hurt again, of course. Of course. They're still, they're still 
Wind East, no problem. But I think that does it for this week's episode. You have been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. Apples. Don't like Apple. The SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias. Facebook.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. Apples. Twitter.com, same handle. And the Instagram. As always, I've been one of your hosts. The man of the hour. The man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Yeah, boy, shades. Join. <laughs> by the big dog. The big dog himself, baby. Joe Minardi. I'll be back. I'll be back. Of course we'll be back. If I not, we're going to find him. We're going to get him on here. I'll be back. I'll 100% be back. I got to get both views. Definitely. I won't, Will. I'm, I won't be back until Will writes a poem. How about that one? How about that one? You're never going to be back. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> Until then, peace and love, guys. <laughs>